We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. We're talking Ryder Cup picks today. Myself, Mark Crossfield, Lou Stagner and Scott Fawcett as always. We'd love to hear what your picks are when we get our ones wrong. Um, so do join in, hit us up on our social channels or even in the comments down below if you've got an opinion on the Ryder Cup picks for this year's big event. Welcome Lou and Scott, how are you doing? Doing well. Excited to talk about this topic. We're going to be talking Ryder Cup and picks. Um, I can't see this ending in anything but tears, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Is Deschambeau, is Bryson coming on as a guest? Y'all didn't? (laughs) Um, So the Ryder Cup, as we are recording this, is in about a month's time. It's in America. Whistling Straits, I think. Is that correct, guys? That is correct. Um, just tell me quickly about the course a little bit. It, it's quite a almost linksy feel to it, has it? We not? can't. Oh, we can't give away any secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have either of you played it? You're part of the enemy. Um, <laughs> I have not played it. Have you played it, Scott? No. I hear it's a very classic. Uh, uh, dang, I can't even think of an old architect's name. <laughs> That's how bad I am at this game. Yeah. <laughs> But it's linksy, isn't it? It's like sandy looking, juny linksy yeah. next yeah, to the yeah, water. It's right on the water. Yeah, right on, right the, on the lake. Uh, yeah. Shores of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> it's on the shores of a lake, not okay. Um, so um, let's just talk about picks for Team Europe, Team USA. First of all, we Team Europe only gets three picks. I think you guys get six picks. Mike, that is correct. We get six and you get three. Has it always been six for you guys? Do you know, or has that gone no, up? I, I think this is, is different three. for... Because of COVID, to. I think it's different now. It used to only be two back in the day. I don't know if yeah, that was 20 years ago or it how it's changed over the years. But You think it's COVID-related, Lucy? I think so, um, I, but I'm not 100% positive on that. Okay. And then the other thing as well, which has been quite interesting, is that we're not going to get two Ryder Cups in a row. They're going to make it – it's going to stay on a two-year cycle, I think. Have you heard that as well? So, obviously, because the Ryder Cup should have been last year and it's been moved to this year, and because it's every two years, it means we should get one next year, but we're not. It's going to go – it's going to stay on its two 2023? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, it moves because it moved last time because of 9-11. It moved, right. I think, was the last time it moved. And then it didn't go year, year. It it. It, it just moves with the times, which is quite interesting. Um, so we're going to, I've got three picks to fill. You guys have got six. So do you want to kick it off? Who would be one of your 
let's have two of your six picks. Is that Xander Shoffley? Yeah, is this who we'd pick individually? Well, who's in your team at the moment? Tell me who's yeah. actually making the team for you guys. Right now, we have Morikawa, DJ, yeah. Bryson Brooks, uh, Justin Thomas, and my man, my main man, Tony Finau. Nice. Big for Tony six. from up six spots from yeah. 12 to, to right on the bubble. Big, just, a, big win. just a quick question. Are you allowed to drop? people like in football you can like pick team and drop players are you allowed to because obviously bryson and brooks i'm a bit concerned for you guys in the same team are you allowed to drop players or not mm, uh, <laughs> automatic qualifiers are in uh, there's nothing you to can't. be concerned about <laughs> I'm so nothing concerned. to be concerned nothing about. to see am, here so, at all yeah, yeah, move along nothing to <laughs> see here I, I i'll be honest with you two guys i am concerned for you with them too in the team I don't know where that will go. Um, and that, oh, yeah. I'm not concerned for one major reason. I truly don't care who wins. That said, I do think it's going to be really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. I'd rather be like this, like a potential train wreck. Like, I think it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, it would be. It could, it's got potential to be world-class as well. So just I'll tell you are at the moment pre-qualified. Obviously, it can move. But at the moment, we've got John Ram, Fleetwood, Hatton, McElroy, Hovland, Casey, Fitzpatrick, Westwood, and Lowry in at ninth at the moment. They are our pre-qualifiers as we stand at the moment. And I look at those names and I don't even see a competition there, boys. I, I, that's a pretty good, I mean, I know that's subject to move, but that's a pretty good selection of players pre-selected. It's a pretty damn good team. It is, me. isn't it? You must admit uh, it. I think they're generally pretty weak. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I haven't seen one. I mean, some of those names, I've never even heard of some of those names. <laughs> so I think they can't be good if I haven't heard of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. God, I, West, Westwood well, in an eighth is so cool. That man is an absolute machine. His age, how long he's been going, just in an eighth is just has to be fantastic. Who's your most stately uh, person who's pre-qualified at the moment? Who's your most experienced in there at the moment? I mean, we've got Westwood in there. Uh, DJ, more. yeah, I mean, DJ, DJ for sure. Yeah. DJ is, uh, yeah, I guess we can class DJ's experience as in on the number of times he's played. We're saying yeah, that he's I been around a long time he's just yeah. uh he's, he's statesman good. was the other word i use i'm not yeah. sure for dj statesman i'm not sure does that work or not i think it works that works okay. i think it works <laughs> he's very I, regal isn't he, he is. i honestly can't believe xander's not <clears throat> automatically on the team like again i don't watch much golf but i'm surprised that justin thomas is higher than xander i, I just felt like as a casual observer i've thought xander was playing a lot better than jt over the last year year or so but yeah but yeah. i guess it's over two years isn't it is that well but it's heavily so weighted on the second i mean no. yeah well it used to be at least i shouldn't say that but so let's go into your first two picks then you've got six so i mean is, do you reckon you guys have got six picks now losing to COVID? is it is it yeah. not six yeah but is it not six picks now because of um the fact that you can't win anymore that you need to try and pick more people is that like <laughs> no we should be we should be just be going straight from the points list because apparently we <laughs> suck at trying to overthink this how do you now do you so who are your first two picks who are you going to put in there out of your six, out of your yes. Yeah, well, I mean, picks. the way that it stands right now, 
Um, yeah. The way Where that it stands him? right now, um, Xander and, and Jordan Spieth would be slam dunks for me. Okay. And and I have one away? more slam dunk too. That's an absolute slam. Harris English. Xander, okay. Jordan, and Harris English would be three slam dunks without a doubt, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's just, and that's just straight seven, eight, nine on the points list. I don't see how you stray away from that. I mean, and then Patrick Reed's the next guy at 10th on the list. They won't take him like, though. Huh? I don't think they're going to take that, him. No, because, that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like we've already got enough confusion in the room. We don't need to bring in another guy. Plus he's sick can, though. Yeah, oh, isn't he, he's hospitalized. Yeah, What's he's he hospitalized, hospitalized with double, at the moment? double pneumonia. Oh, yeah. Shoot. COVID yeah, related yeah. or? Uh, it's double pneumonia. That's all that they said. He first had an ankle injury and that ankle injury turned into double pneumonia somehow. Um, hospitalized to get yeah, in the Ryder Cup in a year, in a month is good. Yeah, be, so hopefully not, he's doing I wish better. Him luck. I wish him well, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wish him well for that. I, don't, I mean, I don't like the guy, but you don't want anyone in the hospital. Nope, no, not at all. Horrible. So um, I don't think they'll pick him because of his uh, his health issues. Yeah, no, yeah. no doubt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Patrick Cantlay next at 11 is just a no-brainer, in my opinion. The guy's so good, it's ridiculous. I, I, Daniel Berger, I'm surprised, is the next. To me, you go to Webb Simpson and Kisner. I don't even know if Kisner's the next one. Like, I just No, there's no way. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm, no I'm feeling, way. No, again, I agree. I'm trying to overthink this here is what I'm saying, like, and not just go straight off the points list. I just think that picking a guy like Scheffler as your, as your last pick and not going with a veteran guy, but then what are your veterans? Billy Horschel, Jason Cockrick? Like, I'm not really wanting to go with them either. I, I don't know what you go with for those last two picks. What do you think? Um, I So I agree. So Spieth, English, Reed. Um, I think Cantlay needs to be part of the discussion. Berger's had a, a good season, so that leaves one. It's one remaining. And if I well, had let's leave to, that one. Let's leave that one yeah. and come back to it. To I can tell you who it's suspense. not. It's not Kevin Kisner. It's not Phil Mickelson. Um, no, no Phil. No, no Phil. No, no Phil. <gasps> he had one, he had one or two good events. I love yeah. Phil. Huge fan, but you know, I don't even not... know what his his Ryder Cup. Uh, record is like I, I can't imagine it's that spectacular but i might be way off the mark with that no, um well is. let's do we've got three point uh picks so i'll do two of ours um and then leave the last one as well for the suspense of the uh whole thing um burnt Friesberger would go in as one of my picks he's multiple european tour winner he, he's a bum. in america He's a great player. He's a he's a he's a bum. Yeah. He's a bum. Very, very European name. He's a really nice guy, um, and I think he's just good. And I I'm actually surprised he's not in there. And if it was maybe going around, I mean, he, I'm pretty sure he won three times, one in one of the years. But obviously yeah. the Ryder Cup was moved, and I think it affected it. Um, so he would be one. Uh, our fringe players, so our fringe ones then are Victor Perez, Robert McIntyre, and Ian Poulter. Bob! Um, 
And to be fair, all those three, I mean, Poulter's your standard pick for a European team. I've never particularly been that excited by Ian Poulter, but he obviously has got a record in the Ryder Cup that you cannot deny and brings other things. So I put Wiesberger in there and Poulter. What do you think Poulter's uh, world ranking is right now? Uh, I do his world. You don't look it up. It's a question, not a can you use Google? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I imagine I guess? it's about hundred and fiftieth. Sure. I'm gonna say he's probably like three hundred. Forty-nine. Forty-nine. Well, we are really being I'm way off so rude that. to Mr. Poulter, and I can only yeah. apologize. In I'm blinded by back. his fashion. That's, yeah, that's, that's, the that's scandalous, and that that's a really good point there, Scott. That you literally tripped us up both up with there as why i was a bit reluctant to do this episode is i am i don't really know what i'm on about with when it comes to Ryder cup and i am i honestly if i could text or message ian Poulton out and just say i am only sorry i would because that is so disrespectful what we just said i wouldn't i know I you wouldn't, wouldn't. yeah <laughs> I, i've met the guy and he's a nice guy and he he definitely is a player i think that does battle a little bit with people not giving him the credit that he deserves he doesn't deserve any well top 50 in the world (laughs) listen i'm a fan of all these golfers i love all golf any golf but when it comes to the Ryder cup i'm not i'm not not a fan not a fan so i would definitely it would would be wiesberger and polter for me would go in polter for many reasons and one of them being that he's four he's in the top 50 in the world as well 300th in the world i heard yeah well ah, 115 you said 300 300 man (laughs) well it's just because i'm trying to grind it in that i yeah absolutely so um people who are missing from our team that would be people that you would think that you know might be selected for my my last pick i'm going to be scrolling down to names like sergio garcia justin rose are two big standout names there that you would be thinking matt wallace is a great player but obviously not having the numbers he needs to get in um then you are back up at the fringe players with mcintyre and uh perez so I'm going to struggle to pick my last one. I don't know if to go on a fringe player or someone like a Justin Rhodes, because it's hard to imagine a Justin Rhodes not playing a Ryder Cup for me. But again, I just said I thought Ian Poulter was 150th in the world. So that kind of doesn't count for anything. What about you guys? Could you imagine, like, you would imagine that Justin Rhodes is a Ryder Cup player for Europe, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I mean, again, he's a guy that's just getting a little, a little long in the tooth also. Like, again, it's hard to say stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if I buy into the idea of let's get some guys some experience for the next go around. I'm more of a let's try to win this thing now. But that's honestly where I look at with our next pick for the US and for you with going with a McIntyre and a Sam Burns. Or Scotty Scheffler. I don't know why I'm picking Sam over Scotty. Scotty's been playing great out on tour forever. I guess Sam just obviously played really well this year. Um, I think you got to go with one of those those rookies in that last pick on both teams. Yeah. So go on. We've got one pick left. I've put Wiesberger and Poulter into that team. I've got one left to go. You've got one left to go. Just remind me of the picks you've done already for your six. You've done four. Xander, Jordan, Harris. Patrick Cantlay. Burger. You're going with Burger? That's five. Who's your six? I'm going with Xander, Jordan, Harris, Cantlay. 
I'm not going burger. I'm going Webb Simpson and Scotty Scheffler. So why Webb? Is he a fringe or are you going for the experience stuff? Decade. Decade. He's a machine. He's a machine. He's a pure sales That's why. Uh, Just to up my number so I can tweet on the weekend, 33% of the uh, Ryder Cup teams. Maybe maybe a little bit of that, but... Lou, that also, who was your that also covered team? Robert McIntyre for you too, though. Yeah, so. is he decade as well? Is he? Oh yeah, cool. Who was Lou? my last pick? That's a yeah. good question. Because um, you only picked five, I think. Yeah, I only picked five. I, I, I'm not picking Kisner. I'm not picking Mickelson. Uh, I, I, I think Shuffler would be a good pick. I think Horschel would be a good pick. I think Zelatoris would actually be a pretty good pick. Um, where, where is Will on the standings? How far uh, is he? He's like twenty um, second right now. Twenty second. Um, he's not a good pick. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, he's a great pick, but he's not the Max not Homa right wouldn't be a bad pick. Um, yeah. uh, Scheffler, I, I think it would be decent. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go with him. Um, Scheffler just plays pretty good every week, doesn't he? I gotta get his. Yeah, he's pretty solid. Here. And Billy Ho is pretty solid too. Like he, he's always pretty solid. I, I think he'd do well. It's such a, you know, it's such a crapshoot. You, you like any yeah. tournament every week, you're just never exactly sure who's going to show up. Match play is a little different animal. You know, you can play, you can have the, you know, second best round of the day and still lose to yeah. somebody that happens to have the best round of the day, and and you can have a, a really poor showing and happen to be up against somebody who plays just a little bit worse than you. Um, well, we start looking at these picks in the mm-hmm. nine to 12 hole, like we're talking 55, 45 edges at best. Like it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does. The biggest talking point that we off. Yeah. The biggest talking point that we often go around in when it comes to our picks is it is the, Lee Westwood, Darren Clark. I know Lee Westwood has made it. Like, you know, should we go McIntyre or should we go Garcia? Because Garcia's got the experience. So that's where our conversations in the public get lost. Because I'm the same as you guys. I think the picks are just, you know, I could literally throw darts. I can, you could do a test. I could just throw darts. I'm pretty bad at darts. I wouldn't be able to hit the intended person. And as long as you put me a group of 10 players who are reasonably going to be playing, you know, close to the standards we're getting in, you're not going to see any patterns of what team is better. So the bigger patterns you're going to get is the variance of the day of the person and who they're playing because it's, it's sprint golf basically at the end of the day, it, it's, you know, yeah, three if, days if little sprints. So it's, it's very hard to pick. So we get lost in this, you know, Garcia um, and uh, Justin Rose experience over someone like Rob McIntyre. And if they pick Rob McIntyre and win, it's the best pick ever. And if they pick Rob McIntyre and we lose, everyone says they should have put Rosie in. It's like yeah. one of those conversations. Yeah, I mean, other than other than the uh, uh, you know, the final day when they play individuals, um, all team events, all team matches. So what I would be doing, you know, probably beyond my first three picks, if I was part of the selection process, which I am not. Yeah. Uh, I would be bringing the numbers into this and I would be trying to find players that complement each other. So one of the things I'd be looking at is how players are in different um, wind directions. 
uh, because you want to, if you have two guys that are both really poor, they do really poor with the wind on their back, probably don't want to pair those two up. You want to, you want to pair up people that play well in opposites, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think there's a number of ways you can look at that. And, and I would be looking to try to do some of that, not only with wind direction, but with types of holes, shapes of holes, players have some tendencies and you don't want to put players together that are both poor in the same category. So if I was going to put a whole lot of effort into it, those are the kind of things I'd be doing and I'd be looking at. I don't know what, what they do to actually pick the team, but to me, that's what, what makes a lot of sense is rather than just, oh yeah, that guy's great. He's had a great season. I'd, I'd, I'd be trying to, for the last few, I'd be trying to, uh, to figure those things out. I can appreciate that. And I, and I definitely think that's got some value, but also at this level, I really do believe that personalities like actually getting guys that are excited to play together. I do think that has a lot of value and Shuffler's a good dude that most of the guys out there probably like. Um, I, I think that that's just as important because this team room is going to be an interesting dynamic on Bryson. the US side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, and again, if you could see that I, I don't have a lot of inside information, but I definitely have, have, have consulted a few things for <laughs> the US side and if you could see some of the ways they're trying to use data, it would make Lou's head explode. He'd put it back together. It would explode again. And then he would kick it into the dumpster <laughs> because it's unreal. I mean, the other thing as well, I mean, if you look at our team, we've got Ram, Fleetwood, McElroy, Casey, Westwood, Lowry. Um, I don't know the Ryder Cups that they've all played. I know Lee Westwood has played loads of Ryder Cups. Ram definitely played in Golf National, where we won last time. Fleetwood played. Rory's played plenty. I'm pretty sure Casey's played a few now. Uh, we've got, even Fitzpatrick, I don't know his Ryder Cup history, but I would call him a very experienced seasoned tour player. He's played PGA Tour now for a few years. He was multiple winner on European Tour for a few years. Uh, we have not just in age, I think just in experience of winning on both sides of the pond and playing in the biggest events, like Hovland is, like to think that Hovland is our most inexperienced Ryder Cup player on there and he's like a fantastic talent. I, I, it makes me think that they will in our team. That then maybe leaves the door open to go Wiesberger, Perez, Poulter, Wiesberger, Perez, McIntyre, whichever I, I wouldn't see a good or bad route there. Our, our team is teeming with if people are wanting to tip the experienced. Fitz, Fitzpatrick yeah. played in 2016 and yeah. he was 0-1 in foursomes and lost his singles match. So he's 0-2-0. But in the interim, he has also learned decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he needs he's to a, learn how to hit the ball a little farther He collects his own stats, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't use. He doesn't use. He does shopping. a great. He's. You know, he's brilliant with what he and and, yeah, and Eduardo are doing a lot of great work together with with what they're trying to track. I think personally, I think they're trying to track a little too much from yeah. the way that I've heard they're trying to do it. But Matthew is a very thinky, very smart guy. That yeah, he would be a he would be a good strategist in a in a in a Ryder Cup type setting to to have on any when you say eduardo do you mean molinari yeah 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 because he's a super stats guy eduardo i always love talking to eduardo because he's he's always got something interesting to say yeah um yeah and he knows his ice creams he does he does indeed he does yeah (laughs) Um, 
so yeah I, i'm pre- and even tyrrell hatton i don't i just tyrrell played Ryder cup before i'm not sure i can't remember if he was in the last one i think he was but i mean tyrrell knows how to win events like he's a pretty experienced player on both sides of the lake now he got played a, in 2018 and he was yeah he does tyrrell played in 2018 and was one two and oh yeah yeah, I mean, I think our team. I, I very rarely do I look at a European Ryder Cup team and think, "Cool, that's really strong." Often I look at it and think, "Really, is that our best?" But this year I'm thinking, "Wow, that's on paper looking really good." But there's probably the kiss of death for our Ryder Cup teams. Boom! Who are, who I love it. Better. You know, yeah. obviously I'm a USA fan and, and want them to win, but yeah. I I miss uh, I miss Seve in the Ryder Cup. I always enjoyed, even though I was rooting against him, I always enjoyed um, watching Seve play. And yeah. um, he was such a great part of the Ryder Cup, uh, even though at times I wanted to jump through the TV and and tackle the man. Um, I I enjoyed, I loved watching that guy play. Yeah, well, I think the golf world misses Seve on every level and the Ryder That's Cup sure. more than ever, because I totally agree with you. Him and Elazabel together, I mean, I grew up watching them in Ryder Cups. And they added a layer of passion to the event, a a European layer of passion, I think as well, that often the event on our side for our team didn't always show with maybe some stiffer personalities, which were in the team. You had these emotional powerhouses like going out there and just heart on the sleeve stuff. So I I couldn't agree with you more there, Lou. Uh, Sevi was a massive part of making the Ryder Cup what it is today. Yeah, but I also sure. think that's, that a little bit of, of y'all's, you know, great results in the last however long, I do think there's an interesting dynamic of you get a Seve and an Olathebel. You you get some guys with some, let's go show them that Spaniards have this. Like you can, it's not like Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Smith are be like, let's show them what Texas is all about. <laughs> you can get a little extra fire and motivation and, I don't know if you can quantify that or if it even matters, but I do think that is an interesting dynamic that you can even go deeper than just Europe. You can go then into the countries. And I would assume that those guys really want to represent their country as much or more than even team Europe. To, no, hundred percent. To- I, I, I filmed with Colsarts who um, Nicholas Colsarts, the long hitting guy i don't know if you ever remember him he was Ryder cup player um great oh, yeah. golfer still plays now and, uh, and right. he, he he told us when we were filming with him he said that um this was a while back this was a few years back that the Ryder cup is a feels a little bit owned by the uk so the europeans absolutely want to stamp their authority on that event because they do feel a little bit like you know if it's clark or westwood they'll pick him rather than a european because it's like you know, it's a European captain or was often or, or, or a UK based captain going with what they knew. So you, uh, you're right. And, and the other thing as well, I don't know how much value this is. Um, I see it on the, when I've been on the tours, you do get the feeling like the European tour has that closer connection. You do feel like the players are more connected as human beings rather than little individual millionaire pods that the American players often feel like. And obviously this is as anecdotal as anything. So I'd happily be brought up on this. I've got no data or any facts to back this up, but you do feel that the European team and the spirit around the teams and often the Ryder Cup's gone by, which was often built from things like Lou saying with, with Seve. Um, I, I think is something that's still very close to the European players and that history that went before them 
with people like Seve and Faldo, Montgomery, and like massive names for Ryder Cup for Europe. It's a massive honor to represent Europe and against America as well, because look, we know your tour's the better tour, no matter what people say. Like it just is. You can't argue that fact. It's got the bigger names, it's got the bigger money, it's got the bigger events, you've got three of the majors. It's like that's not debatable. So to to actually take you guys on and be successful, I think for them is important. You know, I remember speaking with Andy Sullivan about it, who won multiple times European tour not particularly being a massive success when he's played PGA Tour, a uh, great player, great career, but to, to represent Europe and to take on the Americans was just massive for them, like, you know, massive. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's not like it's an inferiority complex or something like that, but there definitely has to be, especially at the top of the list, screw you, we're just as good as you guys. And because yeah. John Rahm and Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton and Fitzpatrick, they are as good as, Yeah. I mean, again, just reading those nine, I'm like, damn, that is a pretty good list. It I is mean, a strong looking team on paper, <laughs> yeah, it's, isn't it? It's a, I will say that, you know, I don't know enough about Shane Lowry to, obviously I know he's a great player and that, you know, your picks are going to be probably a little bit less than ours, but those top seven or eight or so, like that's a pretty legit team and it ain't going anywhere for a while either like what's interesting with those top <laughs> picks though if you look at those top picks the top nine i don't know if you can see the top nine how many of them play on the european tour <laughs> do you know what i mean luke not, can you see them not many <laughs> no let me name them john ram european tour or pj tour i'm gonna say pj tour tommy fleetwood I, without looking at his events, I wouldn't be able to say, but I would say possibly more PGA Tour. Tyrrell Hatton recently, more PGA Tour, I guess. Uh, Rory McIlroy, it's not even a contest. It's PGA Tour. Victor Hovland, PGA Tour. Casey lives in America, PGA Tour. Fitzpatrick, PGA Tour. Westwood was more back and forward, but seems to be more PGA Tour. Obviously, COVID is much easier to play European Tour. Shane Lowry. He's PJ Tour. I mean, it's is Shane Lowry. I don't again. I really don't. Yeah, really Shane. Him. He does play yeah. European Tour, but we for him to be over here in Europe playing is a we we're like going and watching because we don't get you know it's Shane's back. Like let's go and see a, a, a well, open champion and like you know a megastar really in European golf. Um, yeah, I mean, he played yeah, 20 Ian events. Poulter, he's a PGA Tour. Uh, it's Wiesberg, Wiesberger, Perez, and McIntyre. Uh, you know, it, the ones who are through are through because they play on the PGA Tour. That's the sad truth, really, isn't it? What's going on with our tour? Yeah, though, your really? guess is as good as mine. There we go. We've picked. There's the right. So last pick, who's going to win? Who and, was your last I'm, pick? Wait, who was your last pick? I went with, it could be any of those four, but because we've got experience, I went Viesberg. Do you understand what picking is? Yeah, I went Viesberg. I, I thought I was allowed to pick much closer to time normally, like after the first like round. Like after the first stuff. round, yeah. <laughs> Viesberger, Poulter, and Perez, I'm going for. Poulter is like 300th in the world. Why are you going with him? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible pick. I, the, the last time I remember him hitting a shot, he shanked it in, in sawgrass. Oh, yeah. Ian Poulter's not afraid to shank it. The last shot. I, he, uh, oh, he, and Rom. Rom can get the hosel rockets like nobody's business. Yeah. I would say Ian's more happy to shank it than John. But yeah. Although I will say Poulter flighting that uh, foreign or whatever it is through the window of his Ferrari is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we all owe a massive apologies, Paul. Honestly, I'm properly embarrassed with what me and Lou said there. And I honestly, I can't say it enough. 
I just sorry, Ian. Not that you're listening, but he's I not totally listening. No, no he's, he's going to un- unsubscribe. <laughs> he's going to unsubscribe to being not subscribed. Two thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who's going to win? I think that's a no brainer. Who's going to win? And I need it to be a. I would. I don't want it to be a patriotic pick. I want an honest pick. Can we do them? Can we do an honest pick? Oh, United yeah. States all day. Tony Finau is going to be the hero. He's going to lead the charge. He's going to bring the troops together. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Lou's I, not doing an honest pick. He's still just going. Scott, who's going to win? I agree. I think the, the Americans. Okay. I actually, the reason I, if I was a betting man, and there's no logic to this, but I would say the Americans purely because our luck has to run out at some point, doesn't it? We, you know, uh, we can't, the, the odds surely now are going more towards America just purely because of past results. But I, I, I'm going to send you I, a Wikipedia article called independent trials. Ooh. Yeah. Which, which probably means that that's irrelevant. What I'm saying, isn't it? The prior, prior corn flip yeah, has nothing to do nothing with, the, to next do with the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. I get that. It's hard to turn that emotion off, though, isn't it? But looking at our team, I am more confident than I think I've been going into other events. But I do think America might win this time. But I actually I just hope it's good. Honestly, I would just I would enjoy watching a good Ryder Cup. Yeah, I think it will be close. They generally are relatively close now. I thought because uh, we are just so much. I mean, it's basically the same tour going against the same tour, apart from about four people, isn't it? Yeah, for the it's most basically part, the yeah. PJ Tour be the PJ Tour, and they're all good, aren't they? So it should be close, but there you go. Thank you, guys. That was that was that was fun. I, I'm quite confident with our team. There you go, Lou. I need to make a little note. I'm just going to write a just a little note to myself. Don't talk to Lou about the Ryder Cup because he just shouts Team America at me. <laughs> just a little note to myself there, Lou. Ever, ever since Seve passed away, Lou's been a, an open book. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah pretty much. There we go. Ryder Cup, can't wait. Like uh, Scott and Lou basically said, I agree, as long as it's a good one. That's all I think we all want and we kind of all deserve at the moment. Um, stay safe, everybody out there listening. Thanks for listening. As always, leave a review and um, we'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs>